Welcome to the Align Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna, the owner and founder of Align Consulting. This podcast was created as an avenue to dive deeper into topics that help align core values and how to pursue things that serve you, how to create or expand your current network, and receive new ideas to create paradigm shifts in your thought processes. I have intentionally made the length of these to be around 10 minutes, the time it takes to commute to your favorite coffee shop, or brush your teeth and get dressed for the day, hopefully without too much interruption. I want to welcome you to the 17th episode of the Align Podcast. If you are new here, I would like to personally welcome you and thank you for listening. Maybe you have made it a point this year to dive into more personal development, and I want to commend you for taking that initiative. If you are a returning loyal listener, I want to thank you for supporting this free-to-you information, and I trust that you are implementing some ideas and reminders. If you haven't listened to the last episode, number 16, on claiming a word for 2024, you may want to pause this and return once you have. In the last episode, I shared my word for 2024 is choose. So many of you shared your words on my social media platforms, and it was inspiring to see which words are speaking to you and how you plan to put them into action this year. Today, I want to expand on the word choose and maybe inspire some ways to help you think about how that can support your goals this year too. The title of this podcast is, Are You a Victor or a Victim? Every day, I typically spend two to three hours listening to other podcasts, reading several pages from a book, or having conversations with others that can elevate my thinking. For nearly two decades, this has been a consistent investment I have made because I find it to be one of the most valuable ways to utilize my time and grow as a person. I want you to think about the core areas of your life, which can also harbor several subcategories that are unique to you. To keep things simple, I categorize my core areas in three ways. One, self. Two, family. Three, career. Self might look something like taking care of your health, time for spirituality or community service, self-care, personal development, relaxation and rejuvenation. Family might look something like time spent together, goals you're wanting to accomplish together, activities you enjoy, traditions you want to make or continue, or maybe even working on communication and repairing severed relationships. Career might look a lot like accomplishing goals, increasing income, working toward a promotion, changing directions, starting a business, or scaling back to allow more time for self or family. Within these three core areas, as you can tell, there are several other subcategories which support them and can vary by person. The big picture I want you to grasp is that in each of these core areas, there will always be a choice to make that will drive you to be a victim of your circumstances or a victor of your opportunities. The reason my word choose for 2024 resonated so much with me is because I can identify with being both a victim and a victor in every facet of my life. Instead of sharing the victim mentality sob stories, which might make me a bit more relatable, I'm choosing to share some tactics with you today that help me to become a victor and hopefully to remind you of what you are capable of. Number one, I want you to look at your core areas as a metaphorical bank account. We spend a tremendous amount of time focusing on growing our money, accumulating assets, and planning for retirement. While those things are indeed important, we tend to spend so much time focusing on those that we forget to invest in other areas of our life that are equally, if not more important. Ask yourself a few questions. In my bank account of life, where am I making the most deposits? Where am I making too many withdrawals? 
Take a look at your health as one example. Have you made more deposits or withdrawals? Are you in the shape you want to be in? Are you physically able to accomplish the goals you have or activities you wish to participate in? Do you use food as fuel or as an escape or reward? Are you getting timely checkups for your age to be proactive? The equation is simple. If you are making more deposits to your health, more good decisions, putting more effort in, then your results will be in the positive. The reverse is also true. If you are eating bad food, lacking physical activity, drinking empty calorie beverages, or abusing substances, you are making withdrawals from being your best, from having mental clarity, from living to your greatest potential. All of these things result in one thing, a choice. You can choose to make deposits into your health account, or you can choose to make withdrawals just in the same way you treat your financial bank account. The same can be said for your relationships, your mental health, your job, your community, anything that's important to you. What you focus on your attention will grow. What you ignore or take from will deplete. Just like investments in your finances, all it takes are small incremental deposits consistency, which can lead to large return on your investments, just like the laws of compound interest. Number two, the second lesson is that victims blame, shame, and make excuses. One of my favorite sayings is, you can make progress or you can make excuses, but you can't make both. Back to the example with health. You can make as many excuses as possible until you believe it and choose to be a victim. Or you can take one step forward in the direction every day to become a victor. I've likely made all of the excuses you have. I don't have enough money to join a gym or hire a trainer. I'm not a morning person. I'm not an evening person. I barely have enough hours in the day as it is. How will I ever find an hour of time for myself? Eating healthy is too expensive. Meal prep is too consuming. I have a family that won't eat what I eat. I too have made victim statements when there was a victor opportunity. And guess what? I stayed in the same place with the same results. Until I was ready to make a change, nothing changed. Sometimes it even went into a worse state than no change. I share these things with you to encourage you. No, isn't, no one is inspired by a victim except for another victim. When you choose to be a victor, you are choosing to believe there is always a way. You're choosing to be an example by saying if other people can do it, I can too. You become a find-a-way, make-a-way person. You look at challenges as a way to grow and overcome them. Is it easy? No. Is it worth it? Yes. There are people all around you at this very moment who have much greater challenges than you, less resources, and legitimately more reasons not to choose to be a victor, yet they do it anyway. They choose to be a victor, and so can you. My husband was born with spina bifida and uses a wheelchair as his mobility. He can't walk, and there's not an option for him to do so with his current condition. What can he do? He can succeed at his job, play wheelchair sports, use hand bikes at the gym for exercise, treat others with respect, find resources to help support his mobility, volunteer to help others, and the list goes on and on and on. Look at what you do have. Look at what you can start with. If you have two legs that work, you can get moving today. I want to thank you for listening to this today, and please feel free to share it with someone who could benefit from hearing it. I, ha- I hope you have taken a few quick lessons from this brief podcast and can implement a new thought today. A five-star review on Spotify helps me grow the audience, and I greatly appreciate the feedback. Cheers to you in 2024. Until next time.